Well, we're in a series called Miracles. And today I want to speak to you from this thought, the miracle of the first. How many know there is something powerful about first? I remember when Tiffany and I had our first baby, Kel. He'll be 20 years old on December the 3rd, but I remember when he was born, and I remember the first car ride home. I remember at the hospital leaving. I can't remember the other car rides, but I remember that first one. I was so scared I was going to hurt that baby. You know what I'm saying? I remember that first baby and, and going home, and, you know, that first time the baby takes a step or the first time the baby says a word, all four of our kids all said the same word the first time they spoke, dada. Uh, boy, them kids are anointed. Amen. <laughs> It's not like, bah, 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 bah. that's dada. That's dada. And I know it. Come on, how many of you maybe remember the first time you rode a bike? Maybe without the training wheels. Can, can, you remember, can you remember the first day of school or maybe the first kiss? I remember my first kiss. It's in kindergarten. I needed prayer church. I needed prayer way back. I wasn't saved. I was saying, I crawled through that little tunnel on the playground. I saw that girl coming the other way. I kissed that girl right there in that tunnel. Lord, I need a prayer. I wasn't saved. Maybe you remember your first airplane ride or the first time playing on a team sport or school sports. Or maybe you remember your first touchdown or your first basket or your first home run. I remember my first time eating sushi. Hated it. Hated it. I remember the first time meeting Tiffany is about in the foyer of an auditorium at the college campus. I met her. I'll never forget that day. We all have first. First are a big deal to our life, and they're a big deal to God. You have to understand this about your heavenly father. First are big to him. In Exodus chapter number 13 and verse number 2, it says, Consecrate to me every firstborn male, God says, the first offspring of every womb among the Israelites belongs to me, whether human or animal early on God was establishing that he wants to be first God always wants to be first Nehemiah chapter 10 verse 35 we obligate ourselves to bring the first fruits of our ground and the first fruits of all of all fruit of every tree year by year to the house of the Lord because God wants to be first in our living and our giving Exodus chapter 34 verse 26 bring the best of the first fruits of your soul to the house of the Lord your God because God wants to be first in our living and our giving. Deuteronomy chapter 18 verse number four, the first fruits of your grain, of your wine, of your oil, and the first fleece of your sheep you shall give him. Why? God wants to be first in our living and our giving. In 2 Chronicles chapter number 31 verse number five, as soon as the order went out, the Israelites generously gave the first fruits of their grain new wine, olive oil, and honey, and all that the fields produced, they brought a great amount, a tithe of everything. God always wants to be first in our living and our giving. We can look over at the book of Proverbs chapter 3 and verse number 9. It says, honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your wine vats bursting with wine. God always wants to be first. In our living and our giving, you get over to the New Testament in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33. But seek first God's kingdom, his kingdom, and his righteousness, and all these things 
will be given to you as well. What I want us to understand is that first are a big deal to God. He established the principle of the first. God wants to be first in every area of our lives. God always, always, always wants to be first. And here's what God says. God says, when I'm first, I will bless your life. But when I'm not first, my blessing will not rest on your life. This is, this is the principle of the first. You put God first, he'll bless your life. That's the principle of the first. And we see the principle of the first all the way back with the very first family. So before the law was introduced, you see the principle of the first. We go back to Adam and Eve, the first humans. They had their first children named Cain and Abel. They had their first family squabble, the first sibling rivalry. The rivalry was around the first recording of worshiping God. You have the first mention of the word sin in this story, the first mention of the word murder in this story. The first family is where you first see the principle of the first. Get your Bibles if you have one. Turn to Genesis chapter number four. Genesis chapter four. We even accept glow Bibles around here. So go ahead and light up your phone with the Bible. Don't text nobody. Come on. Stay in the word of God. Today we're going to look at the principle of the first in Genesis chapter four in the very first with the very first family. It says, picking up in verse number one, Adam made love to his wife, Eve, and she became pregnant and gave birth to, to Cain. She said, with the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now, Abel kept flocks, and Cain worked the soil. Now, notice this. In the, in the course of time, Cain brought some of the, first, of the fruits of, of the soil as an offering to the Lord. And Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry and his face was downcast. From this story of the first family, the first worship service, I want to give you three powerful truths about the principle of the first. Here it goes. Write this down. The principle of the first has always been important to God. Always. Genesis chapter 4 verse 3 is the most critical verse of this entire story. It says Cain brought some, but he didn't bring the first. I'm curious, it's around holiday time right now. Thanksgiving is this month and there's sweet potato pie and there's pumpkin pie. I just wanna know by vote which one you like better. All my sweet potato pie, people throw your hand up with my sweet potato. Mm. Okay, if you like pumpkin pie, better lift your hand. The pumpkin pie loses, you lose, you lose. We're going we're gonna to talk about sweet potato pie today. All right, all right. Okay, have you ever had a family member tell you, I'm going to bring some sweet potato pie to the house for Thanksgiving? You all like say, yes, my homemade sweet potato pie. I'm bringing it for Thanksgiving. And they bring it, and you're so excited. You sit it on the stove. It's all wrapped up nicely. Now it's dessert time, and you open up. You pull off the wrapper on, the, on top of the foil, on top of the sweet potato pie, and half of it's gone. Come on, who, who's got a family member like that? Well, do, huh? Anybody got some family like that, huh? You, if you, you're not nodding or lifting your hand or anything, you that family members. Yeah, you. Don't nobody want your leftovers? Come on, how you gonna, 
How are you going to take half the pie and eat it before you get to the Thanksgiving dinner? What is wrong with you? It just don't sit well with you, don't it? It just makes you kind of frustrated, doesn't it? Can I say, God is the same way. It doesn't sit well with God when you give God your leftovers. God does not want a piece of your pie. He wants the first slice. On our kids' birthdays, they get the first slice of cake. It's their special day. No, 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 all the other kids, no, the siblings, no, no, no. They get the first slice of the cake. It's their special day. And God gets the first because God is special. God gets the first because he's God. He's the Lord. And Cain and Abel show up to worship God. They show up to the worship service. And Cain brought some of the pie. But he kept half, he ate half of it first. Cain did not prioritize putting God first. He was casual and careless in his worship. He was living by the principle of me first. I'm going to get the slice of pie first instead of God first. The difference between Cain and Abel wasn't that they did not give to God. No, they both gave to God, but one gave his leftovers and one gave his best and his first to God. You see, the principle of the first is so important to God that he made it a right and wrong issue. I want you to see this in the story in Genesis chapter number four and verse number seven. It says, if you do what is right, you will not be accepted. If you do not do what is right, you will not be accepted. But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. And God told Cain that he did what was wrong because he did not give to God first. He violated the principle of the first. And church, you have to understand this about your God. God is never, ever satisfied being second, being third, being fourth being fifth place in your life. What's super interesting about this story is that God did not accept his offering. You got to catch this church just because you worship and give to God doesn't mean that your worship and your giving is acceptable to God. There's a right and a wrong way to worship and give to God. God wants to be first place in your life. Think about this. Are you struggling putting God first in your life, in your daily schedule? Do you pray, read your Bible, and worship? In your weekly schedule, are you in church? Is church a priority, God first? In your biweekly, monthly schedule, depending on when you get paid, do you tithe and give to God first? In your yearly schedule, do you pray and fast? We always set that aside in January because God's first. The principle of the first is all about seeking and putting God first instead of putting you first. And when you put God first, he blesses your life. That's the principle of the first. You want God to bless your dating? Put God first. You want God to bless your marriage? Put God first. You want God to bless your parenting and your children? Put God first. You want God to bless your education? Put God first. You want God to bless your career? Bless your business? Put God first. You want God to bless your money? Put God first. You want God to bless your future? Put God first. God first. Not you first. And when you don't put God first, sin will rule over you. Notice what it says in Genesis chapter 4, verse 7. If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? 
But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. When you don't live by the principle of the first, you're choosing to live a life that, where you are at the center of it. Instead of God, you're choosing to put you at the center of your life instead of putting God at the center. And when you put you first, Scripture says sin is crouching at your door, and it will pounce on you. The Bible says it desires to have you or master you. It's the imagery of an animal, like a lion crouching down and ready to pounce on its prey. And sin pounced on Cain and wrecked his life because that's what sin does. Notice what it says in that very next verse in Genesis chapter 4 and verse number 8. It says, Cain said to his brother Abel, let's go out to the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his own flesh and blood and, and, and he killed Abel. Sin pounced on Cain, and he killed his own brother. Whenever you put you first instead of God first, sin will rule your life. It may not be murder, but sin will rule your life. Maybe it's greed that rules your life or anger or selfishness or stinginess that rules your life or lying or lust or cheating that rules your life. Maybe it's pride or hatred that rules your life because you're putting you first. Church, don't be like Cain and live a you-centered life. Here's what John says about Cain in 1 John in the New Testament, chapter 3 and verse 12. He says, don't be like Cain who belonged to the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his own actions were evil and his brothers were righteous. Wow, that strong church. Cain's you first actions were evil. But Abel put God first and his actions were righteous. When God's first, when, when you have God first living, that's righteous living. When, when you have you first living, you're first, that's evil living. What I want you to catch is that it's a right and a wrong issue to God because God always wants to be first. Here's, here's the second principle that I want to teach us today, the second truth, and that's the principle of the first reveals the condition of your heart. And it says in Genesis chapter number four and verse number five, it says, but on Cain and his offering." He did not look with favor. God did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry, and his face was downcast. Then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? I went to the doctor a little while ago, and something wrong with my shoulder. And the doctor kept checking out my shoulder and finally said, well, Herbert, I'm not exactly sure. He said, I want you to come back. We're going to do an x-ray. And, and the doctor did an x-ray on my shoulder and identified things that the natural eye could not see. And the principle of the first x-rays, the condition and motives of our hearts. You see, you can say God is first. 
You can talk good God talk, but the principle of the first reveals where your heart really is. It's an x-ray. Is God first in your yearly schedule? I mean, is January prayer and fasting on your calendar? Are you planning on praying and fasting as a church saying, God, the first month of the year, I'm going to set it aside and seek your face. And you say, well, pastor, I would have it on my calendar if I knew the dates. Well, I'm going to give them to you. January 7th through the 27th. January 7th through the 27th. We're going to seek God. We're going to pray and fast. We'll have 6 a.m. prayer services. Is God first in your life? It's an x-ray. Is God first in your daily schedule? Come on, just think about it. Do you pray? Do you read your Bible? Do you worship? I'm not asking you, do you talk? God's first. No, 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 no. It's an x-ray. Is God first in your weekly schedule? Is church a priority? You're like, Pastor, you know, once a month, I'm good. No, no. Is it, it's God first. It's God first. Is God first in your biweekly schedule or your monthly schedule whenever you get paid? Do you tithe and give to God first? How you spend and invest your money is an x-ray into your heart. Here's what Jesus says, very familiar portion of scripture for many. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 19, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. Here's the x-ray. Here's the x-ray right here. Verse 21, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Jesus said, show me where your money is, is going, and I'll show you who and what has your heart. Church, think about it. When you look at your checking account, when you review your savings account, when you review your credit card statement, who and what has your heart? Are you storing up your money and your treasure on earth? Are you storing up treasure in heaven? Are you honoring God by giving to him first and giving to his kingdom? Are you living a me-centered life or a God-centered life? Cain's giving revealed the condition of his heart. And guess what it showed, the x-ray? It revealed that his heart was full of selfishness, pride, anger, it was me-centered. He killed his own brother. Here's the third principle. The principle of the first brings the favor of God. I want you to see this again. Genesis chapter 4, verse 4. And Abel also brought an offering. They both brought an offering, but notice the difference. Fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering. What a powerful statement. The Lord looked with favor on both Abel and also on his offering. When we live by the principle of the first, the result is the favor of God. God first living brings favor. Favor is God's demonstrated delight. And Abel had God's favor. Cain, on the other hand, he chose to worship and give to God on his own terms, and he forfeited the favor of God. Church, don't forfeit God's favor by worshiping and giving to God on your own terms. Worship on and give to God on his terms. And Cain was living and giving by the flesh, but Abel was living and giving by faith. Here's what the scripture says in Hebrews chapter number 11 and verse number 4. It says, by faith, 
Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, Abel still speaks even though he is dead. Cain gave God his leftovers. He gave God some of the pie, but not the first of the pie. And it doesn't take faith to give God your leftovers. It doesn't take faith to throw a few dollars into the bucket when it passes by. It doesn't take faith to pay all of your bills and whatever you have left over, God, I'll give you some. But can I tell you, it takes faith to give to God first. It takes faith to say, God, before I pay my house payment, before I pay my rent, before I pay my electric bill, before I go grocery shopping, before I get my hair and nails did, I'm tithing and giving to you first. The principle of the first is living by faith, not by flesh. And faith brings the favor of God into your life. You and I get to choose if we want to live by faith or by flesh. The choice will determine God's favor. Your choice determines God's blessings. Your choice determines the miracles you experience. I want you to think about this. Cain had a choice when the x-ray was on his life, and he chose anger, jealousy, and murder. He continued to choose me first instead of God first. Instead of repenting, no, no, he didn't repent. Cain's choice was I'm going to continue to live by the flesh. And it led to undesirable decisions and to an undesirable outcome and destiny. Notice what it says in Genesis chapter 4, verse number 9. I want you to see the outcome. Then the Lord said to Cain, where's your brother Abel? You know, the one you just killed? I don't know, he replied. Am I my brother's keeper? The Lord said, what have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are under a, you're under a curse and driven from the ground, which opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you work the ground, I will no longer yield its crop. It'll no longer yield its crop to you. You will be a restless wanderer on the earth. This, this story is so sad. Like God gave this man an opportunity to put him first. But when the x-ray machine got on him, he said, no, it's still about me first. It's still about me. I'm not repenting. I'm not putting you first. And he killed his brother. Here's the question for today. Here's the question. How will you respond? Will you respond with faith or with flesh? With faith or with facts? With faith or with fear? Will you choose God first or you first? Will you experience the favor of a God first life or the frustration of a me first life? The miracles of a God first life or the misery of a you first life? Will you experience the pleasure of a God first life or the pain of a me first life? You and I get to make that decision. 
I'll take you back to two key verses in this message today. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these other things will be added to you as well. The miracle. It's a miracle. It's amazing how you put God first. And he supplies everything else. It's the miracle of the first. It's the principle of the first. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. Honor, honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with new wine. That word honor jumped out at me this week as I was studying. That word honor means to esteem or to place high value on. And so many people honor themselves instead of honoring God. They esteem themselves instead of esteeming God. But here's what scripture says. If you honor God by living and giving to him first, God will bless your life. That's the principle of the first. Application for you today. Here's some application today. Today, start tithing and honoring God with the first of your income. If this is your church home, return the tithe to this church. If you are here visiting from another church, you, you belong to another church, you're here for baptisms, for watching one of your family members, you go back to your home church, your local church, and begin to tithe. Start today putting God first. Maybe you're here today and you have a lot of fear. You're like, man, pastor, I'm hearing you, but can I really trust God? This is the one area where God says, test me in this. Test me, just test me. So you can take a nine-a-day tithe challenge if you want. It's just simply, we'll guarantee your money back. If you tithe in a trackable way, if God has not been faithful to you, we'll just return your money. You can, there are nine-a-day tithe challenge cards in the back of your seatback pockets. You can also get one online there on the People's Church app, and you can just turn that in and start tithing. Trust God, honor God. Here's what I would encourage you to do. Be consistent putting God first. Be consistent. My wife and I, we pay our bills this way, and we do our giving this way. We do it online, and we set up reoccurring giving. Our bills come out that way. So does our tithe and offerings. It just comes out automatically out of our check. It's just a way for us to honor God. And here's the last thing I want to ask you to do. Would everybody who calls People's Church home, I would ask you to pray about what God wants you to give in the miracle offering by December the 31st. We do this every single year. We give over and above our normal giving sacrificially so that we can see lives change. You saw one of the missionaries we support locally, nationally, and around the world. We want to take those dollars and advance the vision of the church to see more changed lives. So would you pray about what God would have you to give between now and December the 31st over and above your normal giving? Church, I'm, a, I'm such a big believer in this. My wife and I have lived the principle of the first for many, many years. And I thank God for his favor and his blessing. Father, I love you. I thank you for your word. I thank you for the truth of your word. I thank you that we're going to be a people that puts you first in every area of our life, that we seek first the kingdom of God. God, I thank you right now. You're speaking to us right now. We're not going to live me first. We're going to live you first. We're not going to put us at the center. God, we're going to put you at the center. Lord, I pray that would be the case as the x-ray is on our lives today. We say to you, yes, Lord, you first, you first in Jesus. Jesus name as eyes are still closed and heads are bowed at every location I'm talking to some people that are far away from God today God is not first you're first 
You're not living for God. You're living for yourself. And today is the day for you to give your life to Jesus Christ, to confess him as Lord. He has a plan and a purpose for your life. He wants to forgive you of all of your sins. I'm talking to other people. But you used to serve God. God used to be at the center of your life. God used to be the head of your life. But for whatever reason, you've put God in second place. You've put God in third place. You've put God in fourth place. You've got distracted. You've fallen into sin. You're away from God today. God is no longer first place in your life. And today is the day to get right with God. Today is the day to put Jesus at the center. Today is the day to say, God, my life is yours. I turn from sin and I turn to you today. If that's you, as I count to three, I'm going to ask you to shoot your hand up high at every location. You're saying, I want to get right with God. I want to begin to seek God first. I want to put Jesus at the center of my life. I can't keep trying to put me first. I got to put God first. If that's you, slip your hand up high in the air. I want to lead you in a prayer to say yes to Jesus today. One, two, three. Just lift it high right now. That's it. So awesome. So awesome. Others see your hand. There are others today. Others today. Just lift it high. That's it. Midwest City, Northwest Oklahoma City. Edmond, just lift it high. The ladies at Maple Bassett Correctional Facility, just lift it high. I see your hand there. I see your hand there. If you're online right now, just click the raise your hand button. All right. Yes. Yes. I'm putting Jesus first in my life. Is there somebody else? I see your hand there. See your hand there. Others today. Others today. You want to put God first. I'm going to ask every hand that's lifted to pray this prayer with me. Confess it with your mouth. Believe it in your heart. God's going to wash away your sins. Would you pray with me now? Heavenly Father, I turn away from sin. And Heavenly Father, today I confess, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is first. I surrender my life fully to him. And I confess Jesus is the Lord and Savior of my life. I will live for him the rest of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen.